Welcome back, everybody, to another wonderful edition of the Ordinary Average Cleveland Guys podcast, as Todd is already laughing at me three seconds in. You started with wonderful, and I was thinking of the episode that I was editing a few days ago. Oh, it was just, and, like, wonderful. Yeah, and you started, wonderful. like, with wonderful, like, eight times. I was like, we're going to do this all over again. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a weekly thing. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody. Hope you're continuing to listen. If you guys have not already, we have social media. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, at O-A-C-L-E-P-O-D. Hopefully, we'll be finally getting some good content out there. But we've kind of had some delays because, well, Todd's doing some Coast Guard things, so we've been kind of adjusting to his schedule a little bit. Been a little busy. Just a little bit. How how we're even still recording this at this point anyway? Shit, what is it, 10.15 now? <laughs> Almost. There are boots. There are boots. But yeah, not a whole lot has actually gone on in the last few weeks since we last recorded. At least I don't think so. We're we're kind of into some in a couple. It's championship it's, sport, you know. Would you say the slow season, if that makes <sighs> sense? It's tough to say slow because you have the NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, that kind of stuff. Baseball but, season's in full swing, but it's it's kind of slow. It really season. is kind of the slow season because they're all in their champ, you know, in yeah, their they're, champion. They're essentially wound down. So if you're not a fan of the, that sport or that team, yeah, they're all in the playoffs. Especially that team. I yeah. mean, if if you don't like. You know, the Blues or the Bruins, you're not paying attention to the Stanley Cup. True. If you don't like the Warriors or the Raptors, you're, you maybe. I know basketball is more popular, so you're, you're going to drive a little bit more there. Right. But you're not paying attention because maybe you're watching just to hopefully see the Warriors lose. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, you're not drawing a whole lot. And you get a lot of people who don't pay too much attention to baseball, so. Well, and at this point, a lot of people, they'll watch Baseball in the playoffs, kind of like you do hockey playoffs, and like the NBA yeah. season is almost becoming a wait till the playoffs. And baseball, a lot of people they'd rather go than watch like on TV, unless you're in Cleveland. I will give you that one. But even a lot of people I talk to are they can't watch like they can't watch it on TV. Even then, it's they have to just go to the game. No, definitely. But I think no, it's I understand. more of a social event for them. But yeah. But yeah, we're kind of in the slow season, so we don't have a whole ton to talk about. So I think we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this somewhat short. So we're gonna. I'm I know this. We kind of we kind of have this maybe out of order. So I'll let you kind of run. I'll let you run the. Give Let's, us the rundown of what we should, how we should go about this. I'm thinking we'll, we'll touch on the Indians first. Yeah, there's um, a lot. there's because, new news there because we also have it on the background. We can touch the NBA Finals. Yeah, and then. Uh, um, Stanley Cup Finals are kind of there. Yeah, we could hit that real quick. Uh, you have a thousand miles of racing. Eleven hundred miles of racing. Well, remember I set this up like last week when it was only like a couple days past it. Yes. We don't really have to get into that. But you don't want to talk about racing? Oh, we can. We can talk some. I racing. don't have a lot Dude, to contribute, oh, but you it, can throw it down. It is one of my favorite days of the year, but we can hit that. Yeah. And thank God there's I, not a whole lot of Browns news. We have one thing to talk about, I think. So we can we can get that. Well, we can talk about one or two things. Yeah. We can hit that on the backside. Mm-hmm. But let's. But I think you're right. Let's kind of start with the Indians here, since you know their season's in full swing. And I think one of the big things we should probably we should probably hit on was the news that actually came out today. Yeah, a few hours ago was the the uh, at this point, which I, I'm finding, which I found out. I think the team found out yesterday, but obviously they didn't announce anything until today. Was that uh, Carlos Carrasco is going to the injured list? With a blood condition. Yeah, so what does that mean? 
I don't think any of us really know what that means. And that worries me. So I just Googled what is a blood condition. Oh, God. And uh, it pro- is, it, is it WebMD pretty much saying you're dying? Well, no, it's uh, Healthline Blood Condition Disorders, right? right. According to the, the first result, just the blurb, uh, it's a uh, condition where your red blood cells, white blood cells, or smaller circulating cell platelets uh, form inside the mower. So basically it's a bone marrow blood cell thing. Doesn't sound good. That's leukemia, dude. Like, I, I looked up leukemia, and that's like... Yeah. It was, it was saying more like blood tissue, or blood vein tissue or something. That's, you know, you, that's you my fear. Anemia, tons of different kinds of that. Uh, thalassemia, that's inherited. Polycythemia vera. Bless you. That's a blood cancer caused by a gene mutation. Uh, you have your white blood cell disorders, like uh, lymphoma, yeah. leukemia. Um, yeah, my mom had lymphoma. Myelodysplastic syndrome, MDS. I'm sure I did not get that right. Yeah. And then you have your platelet disorders. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, and then you have uh, Von Wilbrand disease. That's an inherited bleeding disorder. I don't think he has that because it. Cause he's been hit by a pitch before, so. Yeah, no, <laughs> or but a comeback. Appar- apparently, he's hemophilia. Um, yeah, there's some other dumb ones in here. Yeah, because apparently Cause the list keeps going, but they're not yeah, dumb. They're just yeah, the list keeps going. Because apparently he had been feeling fatigued the last few weeks. Well, it's interesting because that's the number one symptom according to that website, Healthline. What fatigue? <laughs> well, yeah, like the one for leukemia that I looked up said that it starts almost with like flu-like symptoms. The fact that he's that he's stepping away from the team. Yeah, that's never a good sign. That's never a good sign. Have we seen? Is he on the ten day or did they? Or they the, just they just said ten day. They're, so they're going to they play it by year to they, they said, find out more. They said ten day. They're in the early yeah. stages of trying to figure out what it is. Something tells me they already are. They already have somewhat of an idea, but they said obviously no timetable. They're expecting him to come back this year, but obviously no timetable. Yeah, which which sucks because he you know he wasn't pitching terrible. He was at a decent year. Um... But now he had a lot to shoulder because he's essentially him and Bauer were the only pitchers. Which, yeah, but Bauer has been has not been. Good he's been right down now. the last couple weeks. He's been down for a month. They said he pretty much he has not pitched well. He did not pitch well all of May. But uh, before we get past that too much, uh, I hope it's nothing serious with. Yeah, uh, we're yeah we really hope it's nothing serious with Carrasco. We you, you just gotta hope and pray for the best. Yeah, that everything is good with him and. You know, you know if he has to miss the year, he has to miss the year. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, rather I'd rather him, the, him. I'd rather him miss the year yeah. and be healthy. Exactly, or miss the next two years and be healthy and come back. And that's what it is. I, yeah. I'd much like rather him be, be healthy and you know be able to continue living a, a life than uh, pitching through something and right and maybe it causing being, more damage. Yeah. So hopefully it's something that they kind of caught early, and that you know hopefully it's just something they can get through because that. That's a blow to him. That's a blow to the team. That's a blow to the fan base. You know, because, and even like they said, like I heard Andre not kind of talking about it, like early in the early in the game tonight. That uh, it's it's a whole different atmosphere when he's not there. Yeah. Because on like the days he's not pitching, he's he's always apparently he's the one that's really keeping trying to keep the guys engaged. You know, he's just having fun in the dugout. So he's that clubhouse presence. Essentially, he's one of the, he's one of. Well, I and mean, now but a major factor. And now like. he's not there. Yeah. And let's and let's. Well, and they're losing, so yeah, they're, it's tough they to be not playing. It's tough well. to lose. 
Yeah. You know, it's one thing if they're winning and you lose your, your clubhouse presence or you're, you're one of the major ones, you go, all right, well, you know what, we're winning, you know, if things are going well. Right. You're losing, things aren't going well. Now it's a lot harder. Now it's, you know, what do we need to do? Right. Which, there's some things they can do. they got some young guys down there they could bring up. Guys which, that bring, which, we can, which we can definitely get into. Um, you know, I think one big name there would be Bobby Bradley. There's a name that we touched kind spring, of a couple episodes tra- ago. I but think sp- it's like spring training time, that was one that you knew he wasn't, but he was going to be a guy to keep an eye on. We thought maybe later in the year, but the way they're fucking playing, they may need him sooner. Well, he's killing it right now, so he's him, somebody you might want to um, bring up. Um, yeah, they, they got to do something. Uh, whatever it is, they have to do something. Cause crap, there was somebody there's somebody else who's tearing it up. They're down, down to there. two pitchers now. Cleveland's essentially down to two pitchers. They, they need to go, what, two more weeks-ish to get Clev back? He, a week and a half. He has his, he has a rehab start tomorrow, his first, and they said they're thinking at least two. So, so that means that's a week yeah, and a half, two weeks. But that's still a week and a half at least. Yeah. yeah so maybe you get him to majors with, with two two major league pitchers. Yeah, obviously they have pitchers. They have guys out there. But let's but, but outside, let's be on, let's be honest. Outside of have, Bauer, and, Bauer and Bieber and Bieber, you don't have anybody. Police act so far has shown through two starts. Yeah, he. I mean, and he and those were not easy places to pitch. No, but I'm not convinced that that he's a, a long term answer in this rotation this season. No, no, and right now, but, but you think he like, shouldn't be. But, you, but, but like, you know what? He's at least shown that he is going to become a viable option. But you think about last year when Bieber came up. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, you you got locked Be- in on him, things like that. Yeah, I, I can't even say his name. Police act. Did I get that right? Yeah. I like him. I, I really want him to stick. You know, I, I yeah. want most guys to stick. So, right. but I mean, I'm just not convinced right now that he's the essentially this year's Justin Bieber. Shade Bieber. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> what nobody else can see is that I had a big smile and, and yeah, a little little wink and a laugh there when I said that. Um, <laughs> but yes, because even like was it last year or the year before that? I think it was 2017 that Plutko came up. Had a couple of good starts, but then he fell off. Right. Last year, Bieber, well, I think last in year, that Be- same season you had Cody Anderson had a few good starts too. Cody, An- yeah. <sighs> Cody, An- it, Cody Anderson. I forget when his injuries. In- I think seventeen his injury issue started. But I guess the. I mean, the point is that I, I see him more yeah. as he's going to have to throw a few more starts together for me. I know he's. Yeah. He pitched well. I just. I'm not. And say, and and I think it's Friday is going to be another huge test. Yeah. The Fucking New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. So, so, so like your first, your first three major league starts, Boston White Sox, yeah, Sox, Sox, New York Yankees. Yeah, I mean you're touching the uh, all the old school teams. It seems they've been allowed forever. Yeah, Red, Red Sox are kind of coming back around. White Sox are playing better this year than they were last year. I, he he could easily be two and zero, and he's zero and one. Yeah, but his and he. With that fairly negligible ERA, if I recall, I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, I know it wasn't bad. I know he pitched pretty well. Um, only, I think he he only gave up he only gave up one run in Boston. I think he only gave up one in Chicago. Well, and that's the case. Then you're having an under three ERA because then you go uh, six five, in each. He went five and a third. Okay. Went five and a third in Boston. Went seven in Chicago. So we'll net out that way. Yeah. I. Th- that's going to be a sub two. What's twelve point one innings? One point four six. He's yeah. the only one with the one point four six. Yeah. So, so I mean, starts. yeah, he's he's pitched well, and if he can throw a couple more starts together like that, I'll be all over it. I'll be on board. But but right now, I see you have two real major league starters 
with Bauer and Clev. And you have a, some other guys who they could be a four or five right now on most decent teams. Yeah. But, you know, they need to pitch and you need to get some wins. But yeah. you're not going to get wins unless you get hits. Right. And you're not getting hits. No, you're really not. I mean, well, I guess Jose Ramirez is starting to rebound a little bit. Can, uh, can we say that? We, I think we talked about this last time, and you were surprised that he was on like a uh, on base streak or something. It was funny because he was oh, like, yeah, he was. He was like zero for twelve, but he was like on base like four oh, games, like twelve games thing, in a row or something. This was, like, was kind of the same way too. Yeah. But I mean, they're going finding, into, but with they're with trying. this one single today. He ended an 0 for 14 streak. Kipnis is now like 0 for 16. No, they're not playing right now. They're, they're like, yeah, no. We we have uh, we the got finals the on one side of the screen and uh, the Indians on oh, the other PlayStation side. PlayStation View dual view. Yes. Oh, it actually does try. Oh, it does do try view. I turned it off because there's only two things to, to yeah, look there's, at. Yeah, because things are slow. It's not even – we didn't feel like searching for like a movie or anything. But, yeah, so in, in these games in a rain delay, but – yeah, Ramirez is still isn't hitting. Lindor's Lindoring, so yeah, he's I mean, great. Mercado's come up and he's he's been playing fairly solid. He, I'm I'm happy with him. I'm 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 happy with him. He's he's obviously he's obviously <laughs> still got a long way to go, but I have liked what I've seen so far. I've heard his his fielding and whatnot still needs a little bit of work. But Santana, Santana's, you know, yeah, but Santana's come back to earth a little bit, but he's still mashing the ball. Well, and we he's also still knew he was pace. going to. We knew oh, yeah. that he was going to. He stay was there. on. He was on a career pace, but you knew he was going to come back down. I mean, and you know what? But he's still he's still playing extremely well, and I'm and I am ecstatic for that. For for me, I'll take a few losses based on fielding if you're hitting the ball, right? But they're not it, fucking hitting the ball. But you're saying Mikado needs to work in his fielding things like that. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, if if he's not the best fielder, but he's really hitting the ball well, yeah, I have no issues. I just because you know what, if you I'm lose still, a game based on a based on an error, you're most likely if you're hitting the ball well, you're going to be winning more than you're losing because of how you what you're playing, right? In generally, so that's that's where his fielding is whatever as long as he's hitting the ball, right? I'm just not sure if batting second is best for him. Maybe we should put him first. I've thought about that. I've also thought about hit, batting him ninth. Exit. Well, you know, and T- Tito has fun with his lineups a lot of the time. Oh, he does. He does, so, but he's been very. He's been more conventional with it this year. It seems like. But I think part of that but is he, he looks at what he has, and you, what you, are you don't do? have anything. And let's be honest, since we recorded last, we've gotten rid of Carlos Gonzalez. Yep, we got rid of him. I think to call up. I think we got rid of him to call up Mercado. Uh, I think you're right. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Leonis Martin is on his way out. Leonis Martin's got to be on his way out. He's not hitting. But that's the same thing. Who the fuck are you going to call up? Maybe that is where you call up Bobby Bradley. That's what I'm thinking. And the, but that means you got to you got to teach Jake Bowers how to play left field. That's fine. Put him out there. Jake Bowers needs to start hitting too. Yeah, Bowers has to start hitting. Luplo Luplo does well here against lefties, but he's a platoon guy. Platoon guy. Naquin platoon guy. But he just came back off the DL. Right, you get Zimmer in about a month and a half. Zimmer, you're, Zimmer. I'm still not counting. Yeah, month and a half. All star break. Yeah, I mean, that's about um, there. <laughs> but even then, when you get to that, you got to make a move. Uh, Greg Allen Greg Allen was starting to hit the goddamn ball, and they sent him down. They had to. They had to. Because of the Carrasco bit. You, you need pitchers. They, they called of, up two pitchers. Yeah, because of the Carrasco bit, they called up two relievers because, guess what? You started a reliever today. Well, yeah, that was the plan because they didn't have a starter to bring up. Well, yeah, because all you know, all of a sudden you put Carrasco on the IL mm-hmm. today. Yeah. 
Because obviously, for all you know, you probably could have called up Plutko or Cody Anderson, but you probably don't trust them right now. Well, but with that, you have to see when was their last start. That's true. Did, did they did they start too soon to be able to call up? Th- things, could, I mean, it's nice though having Columbus down there and being in Cleveland that it's just a two and a half hour drive. Yeah, because especially if the they stadium. knew they you knew they at least knew this kind of stuff yesterday that yeah they were obviously really, they had enough time to get a couple people up here because I don't know if, even if they, they may not be today. at home. Even if they found out today. But they may not. That's the whole thing. I don't know Columbus's schedule. They well, may not uh, be right. This, but this is what I mean, though. If It's nice that you are that close that if they are in the area, right. you can make those kind of moves. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look up the Columbus. Oh, uh, you look at their schedule? Well, not even like the schedule. I'm just trying to look up the, like their roster because there were, there were some people that uh, they have been mashing the crap out of the ball. Yeah, I saw a stat the other day. They had uh, nobody in the uh, – I don't remember that. Basically, they're hitting the ball really well this year compared to last year in Columbus. Yeah. And so that's that's a good sign. Um, and they've okay. already started bringing some of those guys up. Say again? It was Daniel Johnson. Uh, I think he started in Akron. He was he was the one outfielder we got in the Jan Gomes trade. Okay. Well, I think he, I think he, was, he was one I thought yeah, I, he was <laughs> one I thought was showing pretty well in spring training. He's now in Columbus. Trace Thompson has 14 home runs yes. in Columbus. What? Yeah. No, they, they have some guys who've been mashing the ball. Eric Haas look, look has 14 these. home yes. runs. In, what? Yes, keep keep looking. Yeah, Bobby Bradley, 16. Yes. What? Who else? There's a couple other guys with over 10. No, those three. I thought there was four. Bradley Haas and Trace Thompson. Brandon Barnes has seven. Okay. Flair, Ryan Flaherty has six. How many did Mercado have before he got called up? Four. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, I was just curious. Um, yeah, you know, they have to do something. Aquin, four games, three homers. Too bad he can't do that up at the major level. Seriously, I think I think he pinch hit today, and what do you do? Fucking struck hey, out. If he can start hitting homers up here like that, not even not even at that pace. If if he can hit a homer every he, three games, if he can if he can hit it like he like he was in uh, the beginning of twenty beginning mid twenty sixteen, where he he had like ten homers in like 50, 60 games. The problem is you can't count on a hit in the park home runs every game. No, even. Not even the end of the park home runs. <laughs> he was actually like he was doing pretty well. He was, but he got figured out. He got figured out. And he's still and he, he hasn't been actually, able to figure out his figure out. He's been hitting the ball better this year. Maybe not the not the power, but he's been hitting it a little bit better this year. His average I mean, coming back from the DL was like two seventy six or something. That's like that. fine, you know. And power's nice and all, but I'd just, rather I'd rather have a lineup. I'm okay. I'd with rather it. a lineup that that hits two seventy six. Then a lineup that's hitting two thirty and has a ton of power. I know. Like I am perfectly okay with this team not having a ton of power, but they need to hit the ball. They need to keep the train moving, and that's what they're having the problem. And, and I'm probably too old school on that because I think most people like the power. Oh, I, I'm more times now. Let's let's just times hit now. They want. I think people love the long ball. Yes. No. Yeah. But but. I want the team to hit, say, three hundred as a whole. I want, yeah, and just keep the train moving. If you can do that, you're going to be fine. Keep, you don't, you don't yeah. need a ton of power. If you could put the ball in the no. gap, get the speed, you're getting triples. That's even better. No, like even today, you had a guy on second. Ramirez drove in a guy. How by hitting it where the guy wasn't? They shift. They shifted him all mm-hmm. over to the shortstop Which, side. By the way, was huge for Jose because he's been struggling a ton. Yeah. So, so maybe what do you do? Maybe he hit it the confidence. he hit it the opposite way through the hole. That's all you need to do. Keep the train moving. But yeah, uh, I think uh, my eighty-eight win total protection is. Uh, God, it, the way they're playing, it may be a lot worse than that. 
is looking like a wishful thinking. You had something in the 90s, I believe? I think I had like 92. 92? Yeah. How do you feel about that now? Nah, I feel good. It's, but, uh, but let's be honest. Out Did, of reach? Let's, let's be honest. Didn't expect Clevenger to go down. Didn't expect Kluber to suck and then get hurt. You didn't expect Bauer to suck. Didn't expect now Carrasco to go down. That's four. Oh, hey, your replacement pitcher, Jeffrey Rodriguez, now on the IL. Yep. You didn't expect, um, didn't expect Jose Ramirez to hit to 200? Hit like shit. Is he, is he over 200 yet? Yeah. He's hey, in the low 200. I feel like he keeps bouncing back between like 210 think, and 190. I think he's, I think he's, yeah, I think he's starting, because you're far enough into the season, I think he's starting to hold a little more steady around starting the 20, out. 207. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, gonna, I mean, but you didn't expect that. You, know, you didn't expect that. You didn't expect, you didn't expect. Well, let's be honest. We did kind of expect the outfield to struggle, but we thought Carlos Gonzalez was going to come up and maybe do something. I mean, but you know what? He held. He held, like you said, he held to his away from Coors stats. Yes. Yeah. But exactly. Hey, Chicago, hey, the Cubs picked him up. Maybe he'll help tank them a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. No, he he did exactly what he does when he's not in Coors Field, and that's why that's why he was available. Yeah. Because people looked at it and said, "All right," and the Indians said. We need somebody. Yeah. Why don't you come in and see if you can, uh, you know, make yourself something here for a year or two? Yeah, and I have to go. At least Roberto Perez is, you know, he's playing. He's a little been bit fine. Better. He's been fine. I mean, here's the thing. I, I said it oh. back in December. Yeah, they got marketably worse when yeah. they traded away, not Gomes, but the other trades. And Carnacion. Yeah. Yeah. Made- see, Yanni Diaz. I don't. He just, you know, they trying to. Yeah, he's maybe been we just this year. Oh, for Tampa, he's been great. He cooled down a little bit. Oh, did he? He's still oh. been good, but I mean, he cooled down a little bit. But here's the thing: we, Bowers, we I thought have... was garbage. I did not like that trade. That was not a good switch. And then they got rid of Alonzo. Yonder Alonzo was a money, which move. is the other one I know. But that you got markedly worse when you made those trades because you were not getting back major league ready pieces in a year you were supposed to compete. I, I think. I think. And you're not going to convince me. You're not going to convince me. Bowers was a major league ready piece. If you're talking first piece. base. I think trading away Alonzo and and ha- and bringing Santana back, I think, was a better move. I honestly think better move. Take away the money, I think that was a better move. Bowers, I think, was more. I think he had more versatility than Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz was not. Yandy much played of, first and third, so he gave you your infield. He, Bowers he, plays first he, and left. He gave you. Yandy could play you, first. He gave you third. Not really. He was. They were trying to put him in, in left. He he played third. Tried to play left. He didn't really play first. Not at the major league level. Not much at the minor league level. He could play it. I mean, not great, but he could get in there. Yeah, you know what? Bowers gives you some more versatility, but Bowers isn't major league ready, and he proved that last year. Bowers is just another addition to Naquin. Bowers was... They figured out his weakness, and he hasn't been able to overcome it since. No. And I think he's he's trying too hard. I'm sure he is. Like I said, and... Yeah, Look, Greg, I, I, nothing just, against him, but... which, which is where I'm wondering if maybe he needs to go down. Which you know, like I said, it sucks because Greg Allen was actually starting to hit the ball, and they they had to send him down because he has options and he needed a pitcher. Look, Bowers needs to go. Martin needs to go. Martin, I think, is going to be the next. I think there's going to be one. But gonna... but they can't send Bowers down because then that's that's you can't do that. Why not? Look at the trade they made. You want to keep people watching the Indians? You got to keep them up there. They're not going to. Keep them. Mm-hmm. They're not going to keep Powers up here. <laughs> I'd have him in Double A right now. He, he needs to you learn how to hit the ball again. Happen. You know that's not going to happen. Uh, what? Sending him back to Double? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But he needs to. He, he needs to to go back, learn how to hit again, get some confidence, and then bring him up to Triple A and see if he still has it. He, he closed at like oh nine one last year at Tampa. 
That's his batting average. No, he finished over batting over 100. No, I mean, maybe total, but I'm saying his closing, like his last month or something like that. Yeah. he was. I mean, that's how bad he was. And that's what I'm saying. When they say they figured him out, I mean, they figured him out. He struggled. And yet, we traded for him, and it was sold. And I, I said it then. They got markedly worse on paper. I saw 88 wins because I thought the pitching staff would keep him in games enough that they would be there. Unfortunately, I think um, without any run support, is a little too much to ask. Yeah. But, hey, we have the second-best bullpen in the majors. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was a surprise. surprise. That's a fucking that's, shock. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pleasant surprise. That's, that's a good point there. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more about the Indians, I want to say, other than that uh, they've been very disappointing. No, they really have. And, and I went on a rant with somebody last week just how frustrating it is. And there's one guy that they should have probably tried to sign from the area. Whom? Derek Dietrich. With Cincinnati. Yes, yes. I think we talked about him uh, during free agency, right? I think during free agency we had talked about him, but he, man, he is beating the crap out of the ball for Cincinnati. But where's he from? You called him local. St. Ignatius. Oh, really? Apparently he played for St. Ignatius. Okay. Or went to St. Ignatius. Well, that's good. I mean. One year, two million bucks he signed for Cincinnati. I'm and sure he, we and he literally, that. And I think he is an extremely versatile player. What, what did we pay Cargo? Things like one year, two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the money. Apparently, I, I know, which is which makes then no sense. Like how, 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 how do you let that guy go when he is mashing the crap out of the ball? He is beating the crap out of the ball. Well, I, I, more I think about it, the more I think he was on my list of guys. I think he was too. I remember. I think we talked about him, but I think his war was kind of just like unsure, and obviously. Carlos Gonzalez, when you look at his overall stats, were great. But then, yeah, when you started taking away, you know, the home and away splits, and obviously knowing home is Coors Field, you look at those away splits, were not that great. Derek Dietrich, though, I think was still kind of those road splits with Carlos Gonzalez. We probably really should have just looked at all of that. Derek Dietrich, just I know he's a younger guy. And maybe he just didn't have as much playing time. I'd, ha- I'd really have to go and hammer out his stats. But it's just the way he's playing, just how did we not go for it? Like I said, local guy, that would be that would have been perfect. You sign the local guy for, give him a shot. You probably could have easily solidified an outfield spot with him. Yeah, it would have been a good story, too. You start selling some seats, things like that. Um yeah, I don't know. I At this point. You know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. I'd... The Indians have been a disappointment. You know, it's a long season, but like, at some point, it's not a long season. So no, and, and, we're, and we were talking at one point, it's like for as much as it seemed like they were struggling, they had their best start ever under Terry Francona. And then oh, just the middle of... The bottom fell out. Just the, They hit like mid-May, and yeah, just everything turned to shit. I mean, they're... And they I, haven't been able to recover. They got to get healthy, but the problem is, is you can't keep waiting for them to get healthy. You get Guys got to start stepping up. No, and I think that I think that was some of it was... It's like, yeah, Clevenger got hurt, but he got hurt early in April when you still made it through. It was like the first day of May that uh, Kluber got hurt. But then, yeah, Bauer just... Bauer just sucked. All... Has just sucked all of May. That's, um... Yeah, that's kind of how the Indian season's been. It's uh, it's going down the tank real fast right now. Yeah, well, that and they're, I, I they're not looking at playoffs right now. 
they're a couple games out. Yeah, and I mean, I, and that's... I don't think, and let's be honest, I don't think any of us saw Minnesota going on this big of a tear. Not this big, but I, I told you, I said I think I Minnesota gonna be, was going to be a lot closer than people thought I they were going to be. Gonna, I knew they were going to obviously be an issue. I and I told people I thought we were going to have about a three game lead, give or take, through most of the year, three to five games. Yeah, I, I did mean, not expect all of a sudden Minnesota to come out and put ten on us. Yeah, that that really escalated fast. That escalated fast. That escalated quickly. <laughs> but yeah, when you have two different weeks where you go two and five, and Minnesota has what Minnesota has baseball's best record. Did you see this new Men in Black movie coming out? Yeah, Men in Black International. I was glancing over to see the score of the uh, NBA game and saw the ad. Yeah. I think I think they're just they want to continue the series, but now it's obviously you can't have you know Will Smith's probably too busy. Tommy Lee Jones probably doesn't want to do it anymore, so they're trying to figure out a new way to spin it off, kind of like they did with the Ocean's movies. Once Bernie Mac died, you couldn't have like essentially the original cast. Well, right, because he's dead. Right. Well, you could. Well, they if he didn't die, that they were taught that they weren't going to do like a fourth one. Yeah, I could see that. That makes sense. So then it's like, well, we can't do that. Oh hey, let's do this. Ocean's Eight, where it's all women. Mm-hmm. Like you just, it's like we want to continue the series, but we need to figure out a different way to do it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I still haven't seen Ocean's Eight. I wanted to. I just haven't. I haven't gone about. I, I don't think I've seen anything way. beyond Ocean's Eleven. Twelve. Twelve was all right. Thirteen kind of ha- was a little bit better. Obviously, Ocean's Eleven was great. I, I need honestly, to I see the. Ori- seen. I need to see the original Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Yeah, that'd be a good one to watch. Yeah. But uh, staying hey, on track here. Hey, let's round back. Uh, yes, Indians are dis- Indians are completely disappointing. Um, I think they need to figure. Minnesota needs to cool off, but I think the Indians need to figure out how to. I think by the All Star break, they got to be with it in six games. I think they need to decide right now. Well, it's not right now, but they no, need to decide. Are are, had, are they buyers or sellers this season? You, Do they actually no, think they're going to be able to come if back? If you have a shot for a playoff spot, you buy. Yeah. Do they because, actually? Because what? Could you do something that could still help you, like, next year? Well, right. You need to do this year and the next two years, but you can't give up too much of your farm system no. to buy somebody for a year where, let's be honest, right now, and they are where, not a World Series team right no, now. No, and that's where some people are saying, oh, trade. And that's where some people are saying, oh, hey, trade Bauer. What's what's that going to do? Well, he's got, he's got one more year of arbitration left, so you have him no, one more year. No, Bauer's this year. No, we, we talked about this. No, Bauer is this year. Done. This was Bauer's last year of arbitration. So yeah, according to Sport Track, he has one more year of arbitration. Yeah, He's unrestricted in 2021. Yeah, there's an article they did at the beginning of the year that uh, also mentions that free agent after the 2020 season. So, I swear so like I was saying, so then everybody else was wrong. So like I was saying, you have one more year with Bauer, but so you, the reason so you why trade you trade him this year is because you'd get the extra stuff out of it because yeah. he's got a year and a half with you. You, you need the pieces. Yeah, it's need like the, the Andrew Miller kind of thing. You need the pieces. Right. And, and with him, you can probably get some young, you know, other young pieces that you'd at least have under control. But if you do that, then you're saying you're done this year. You're, you're moving on. And not you're necessarily. Putting, you're putting a lot of faith going forward then into Tristan McKenzie. Uh, not, if you trade Bauer, I don't think you're selling. I don't think that's completely selling. I mean, I guess it depends Clev- what you get If Clevenger back. comes back and is pitching well, if Plesak keeps pitching well, Bieber, yeah, Bieber is pitching well. You're especially now you're down Carrasco. You don't know when Kluber's coming back. You're not trading Bauer. 
Well, no, I'm not saying we are. If you do, if no, we if do you, to me, you're you selling. Do, no, if you do, you're putting the white flag up for the year, which sucks. Yeah, because you're I, saying you're done this year, and you're hopefully getting something to say, all right, we're going to reset, and we're going to do it again next year, because you still have guys. You're still there. But, yeah, I mean. But, yeah, you, like I said, you didn't you didn't completely expect Minnesota to. didn't expect this from Minnesota. That's, that's all I have for the Indians. I'm ready to move on to the NBA if you want to. Uh, yeah, let's move forward to that. Which, uh, thank God Toronto's at least winning Game 3. They're 15 right now, it looks like. Yeah, um, so no, game, th- three, game 3 of the final series is tied at 1, and Toronto currently has, what, is that 15? 90-75. 91-75, 16-point lead with a Oh, come on, he made a free third. throw as I was saying it. I know, but that's what <laughs> I'm just saying. In, in the moment, it is yeah, now 16. Yep. Um, but... In the Warriors, Warriors defense, KD was definitely playing. Clay was questionable. But even you know they're go, game one. Toronto, Toronto played with them. Toronto, no, I know. Toronto won game one. No, in I Toronto. Know. Yeah, and then they lost game two in Toronto. But now you're winning game three here at Golden State. It, it, they are playing very good. And basketball. you can only play who's playing you. And let's and I'd have to see what happened, but. Toronto beat Golden State both times this season. Well, here's the and thing, And I don't right? know, was everybody healthy at that With, point? Without jinxing it, is Kawhi the three-peat breaker? Too early to call. Because remember, LeBron had won two in a row before his San Antonio team beat them. Remember, because He they, was in San Antonio, wasn't he? Yes. So he's done that before, ending a I thought three-peat he, I bit. thought he got there. I thought he no. was there after. He was there both years. The first year when they should have won it, but they got that lucky. Oh, was that the Ray Allen shot? Yeah, I think it was that year. And then they they won it the next year. Yeah. But so, yeah, he was there. So he is. Let's be honest. LeBron, I think LeBron knew he was on his way out anyway, and he just, he wasn't putting everything in. You mean like in the Boston series? Yeah. Okay. The Boston series. Uh, I think kind of like last year, too. I will say him breaking his hand probably didn't help either. (laughs) Yeah. You mean like he has a tell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot for basketball there. Um, no, but, it, but I'm some, excited but to see it. Series, Kawhi's it an interesting thing to look at there, though, because, uh, you know, they got rid of their all-time leading scorer in DeRozan, and uh, they're a, definitely a better team now. Yeah. Now, they did add Mercus Hall, so I think that's uh, something to consider. It wasn't just Kawhi that they added. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I'd love to see uh, Toronto get the win here. Uh-huh. Oh, that yeah. Nice, that was a nice play. Yeah, um, it was. And... Oh, and he made the shot. Yeah, not a whole lot else going on uh, basketball wise. No, no, but the playoffs. The playoffs see, have been semi entertaining, though. I did see a little bit. Only thing to touch here because there's really not a whole lot of draft talk to do right now, anyway. Yeah. Um, Tyro he- Tyler Hero in a workout. I think it was for the Celtics. Uh huh. Hit 80 of 100 threes. I know it's a workout, but come on, that is impressive. Was he defended? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Eighty percent situa- from it's three. Not, ga- not game situation. Like I said, that's impressive. No, I'll give you that. That is. That is impressive. That is. I mean, considering what fifty percent is considered good in game situations, things like that. Right. So you get him open, he's he's gonna drain him. That's that's what that's telling you right there. I mean, that's impressive. Oh, was it was it basketball that uh one of the top high school prospects is skipping college and going to play overseas? Yeah, in Australia, I think. Yeah. Like so I said, what, that's what it's coming down to. Like I said, there's alternatives. Everybody who says that the uh, the NBA is holding players hostage and Dude, things like that. We need like to that. hurry up and make our league, man. <laughs> uh, did we say Stanley Cup next, or did we say racing? Well, let's hit Stanley Cup. All right, uh, let's tie two two. 
Um, I, I am rooting for the Blues 100%. I am not a Bruins fan. Yeah, I kind of don't want so. Boston to win either. Which, if if Boston wins, that'll be back-to-back years that the team that knocked out Columbus wins the cup. Final, okay, would win the cup. So, win the cup. So, so at this in point, then theory, yeah. as a Columbus fan, you should be rooting for Boston. Oh, as as a Columbus fan, you probably would. Because, because, because well, then specifically, you, because because then at least you lost to the Stanley Cup, and game. they're not your arch rival, right? Like think about like if the Browns were in the AFC Championship game and you lost to the Steelers, you're not going to root for the Steelers to win the title. They're your arch oh, rival. No. But in a, in a situation I where it's, I don't know, does see, I'd actually have to pull, we'd have to pull the people that yeah. actually follow, like to follow it a little Columbus a little a little closer. <laughs> I'm going to assume Pittsburgh is the rival, just kind of following Cleveland. You know, Cleveland South mm-hmm. take the Pittsburgh rivalry. It could be, or I mean, location-wise, but I don't know if Pittsburgh probably. considers Columbus rivalry. Probably not. <laughs> so yeah, you, eh, have to have, maybe, you have to have some they, mutual. Hey, well, yeah, they beat us in the playoffs, you know, more often than not, and probably right. beat us in the regular season more. You know, you have to have some mutual. Uh, but you know what? On both sides. But at least the last few years, you can build it's it been, though. At least the last few years, you've been able to build it. Yeah, but you know, hockey playoffs have been mildly entertaining. Yeah, I know. I think uh, they kind of drew you in a little bit because oh, I know yeah. you're not really a big hockey fan. No, but, but Columbus getting in the second round, you know, sucked me in, and yeah. the way they just blew by Tampa just sucked me in. And so you have to get excited for next year. You know, I'll probably pay a little bit more attention yeah. next year. And uh, yeah, but but even now, it's like you got the Stan- you got the Stanley Cup Finals tied at two. They play uh, tomorrow. Otherwise, I have it on right now. Yeah, I think I don't think. Them and the NBA play on the same night. No, they uh, they coordinated that very well. They really did. Because no, they mean, they always probably that means they play the last... tomorrow. That means they play tomorrow. They probably play Saturday because the NBA like Sundays. I think it's been but, the last ten this, years they've this, worked that out. But right now they're playing Wednesday. They play Friday, but then they don't play again till Monday. So I have no idea what the Stanley Cup's doing at that point. They. For, like I was saying, the last ten years, I think they've worked it they, out it where they don't thir- their they finals may, don't match get, up on the same they day. They may get Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday. Then if it you know for five, six, seven. Yeah, I mean, there may not be like any big thing on Saturday, and no one's not gonna no one's gonna know what to do with themselves. Oh, uh, sure, you know. No, let's just have to watch the Indians and Yankees. Do you want to talk about racing? Yeah, look, oh, dude, Memorial Day Sunday is one of my. Favorite days of the year. Nobody cares in the morning about the Grand Prix, the Grand Prix of Monaco, you know, because nobody nobody watches Formula. Eh. I like Formula One. No, no, nobody likes Formula. Eh. No. Come on, one of my favorite people's ex-husband's a Formula One racer. You know, he also raced in Indy and NASCAR, right? I know. Just saying. I didn't think he ran Formula. Eh. No, I think he ran when it was still. Yeah, I think he ran IndyCar or maybe Champ. Okay. Still champ, but yeah, I don't think he raced Formula. Okay, it's all open wheel. Should we inform the people who we're talking about, or just kind of leave it hanging? We could leave it hanging. I kind of say leave it hanging. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he didn't. He did not do well in NASCAR. He did not. No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, one of my favorite days of the year. You have the Indy 500. You know, starting in the early afternoon and then early evening, you get the. What was back in the day the World Six Hundred, the Coke Six Hundred? Now I think it's the Coke Zero Six Hundred. Ooh, saving but, those calories. Yeah, you gotta save <laughs> on those calories while you're racing. But uh, but yeah, one of my favorite days of the year. I know I was, <laughs> I was actually at work that Sunday, and 
on one of the monitors at one of my monitors at work, I ha- I made sure I had the race going. Oh, nice! So I could kind of half watch and listen while I was trying to get oh, some work perfect. done. But even the ending to that race was absolutely entertaining between Alexander Rossi and this year's winner Simon Pagano. They were go they were going back and forth. And for people that watch Indy, there's the guy who finished third who won it last year. He's one of those guys that. All of a sudden, you get to like the last 15, 20 year laps. You're like, oh, he's kind of hanging around. Takuma Sato. He, I swear to God, even going into last, like last year, it's like he was always one of those guys you'd see in the top five, and it's like you just never really heard about him. He just kind of hung around, had a quiet race, and next thing you know, he's finishing top five at Indy. Yeah. And he finally, and I think there were a few years he actually got up to second, had the chance, and last year he finally got it done. And yet again, here he was sitting third while Rossi and Pagano were going back and forth, and I thought for a second he was going to have a shot because he got a run with, like, three to go. Like, Rossi was in first, Pagano was second, and Sato got a run on him. I thought that was he had one chance. He had it going into turn one, couldn't make the pass, and that was his last shot. He had uh. a finishing third. All of a sudden, Pagano got a, got a huge run on Rossi, and I think they passed each other, like, twice in the last two, two or three times in the last two laps. It was great. That's a, it's, it yeah, that's was exciting. Some of the, that's where it's at. It was one of the best indie finishes I've seen in a few years. Nothing will beat the heartbreaker of I want to say it was either 09 or 2010. Then rookie, I think it was J.R. Hildebrand. Okay, race one. He had this thing dead to rights. Came out of turn four. Hit the wall. Oh. He had the checkered flag. He turned out at turn four, smacked the wall, and lost. I want to say that was 09 because I think Dan Weldon won, ended up winning that one. And I think and I think he I think that was That's gotta be the think, worst way to lose. Yeah, and then I think that was the year I think Well Weldon died at the end of the year in a car in a car crash. Oh jeez. When they were racing at uh, Vegas. And I remember that race. They were talking about they should not race at Vegas because it was still completely open wheel. They shouldn't race at Vegas. It was too fast. Something was going to go wrong. Something went wrong. He hit a car, you know, mm-hmm. hit the car. His car flew up and crashed into the fence. Yeah. Well, then those things get airborne, too. Those things got airborne. I mean, they... And that's why within, like, a year or two after that, you notice how the wheels are a little more, especially the back ones, are a little more, actually, there is only the back ones, are a little <laughs> more in a close now. Yeah, there's a little more reason. coverage. For that reason. Well, it's good. I mean, safety's good. Yeah. But... But that was one of the best indie finishes I've seen in the last few years. And then you get you get a little break, pretty much dinner, ribs, uh, ribs and corn on the cob. Uh. <laughs> as as we're grill, like I'm at my parents' house grilling them in the pouring rain. Yeah, pouring rain. Yep, still grilling the ribs. Ah, uh, then you get 600 miles of NASCAR in the evening. You know that that's one. It's that's a legit like marathon. Yeah, like. 400 laps, 600 miles. Yeah. And it was, and watching, it was a warm day. I think they said the race started like mid 80s temps, 130 on the track. That is starting at six. But as as the sun went down, track temp went down, you know, broke under 100. That's a huge shift in temperature. It it was. I mean, that affects everything. Oh. Your tire thickness. The width, the tread, everything. Uh, the, yeah, the way the tire wears. Even just, like, you have a lot of heat built up in that car. They were throwing guys ice packs. Like, you know, pit stops, you're throwing guys ice packs. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you need like it. They were, you have they to. Were, the, even like one of the things that they were talking about during the race was just the, essentially the different technologies of the way these guys keep, you know, try to keep cool during a race. You mean they just don't roll the window down? I'm going to punch you so hard <laughs> in the face. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that, one, that one's just a freaking marathon. I always love watching that race. Like, I, I look forward to Memorial Sunday, Memorial Day Sunday, just watch all this racing. It, you know, just kind of get the first half. Because if you think about the first half of the year, okay, you have New Year's to start. Then really you don't have anything till March, April when you hit Easter. Oh, holiday-wise. Okay. Like holiday-wise. So it's like, you know. You don't like President's Day, MLK Day? No, I don't work in a bank, dude. You don't anymore either. <laughs> but you get like, you're really going through almost like five solid months of work. Okay. Yeah. Or it's like, especially that, it's like you get to Memorial Day weekend, you know. It's the unofficial start of summer. Well, then it's you have like, just a month and you, or two months, month and a half to the 4th of July. Right. And then another month and a half to uh, Labor Day. Right. And then you got your another stretch because you don't go until Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. But even, but still, but it's like you're, you know, you're finally out of the, sh- you know, you should be out of the shit weather. Yes. You're looking at, you know, it's just normally such a nice weekend. Yeah. It's kind of, you decompress. I get to watch my racing. <laughs> Do nothing. Get some ribs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Such a great weekend. But yeah, 1,100 miles of racing. Cannot go wrong. <laughs> Don't laugh. No, no, no. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <sighs> I like how you're able to work it so you're able to watch it work. Oh, yeah, and then you had great. enough of time to get back, start the grill up, and then watch the NASCAR race. Oh, yeah. That's, well, I, that did, I, didn't, really, I didn't really have – oh, dude, the, it was – well, because they finally started racing at almost one. Right. I think the race was done by, I think Indy was done by four. NASCAR, about, NASCAR, they pushed off. I don't think that flag dropped to like almost 630. Were they waiting for rain by any chance? Because there's a lot of rain going to the area. No. In Charlotte, no. They didn't get any rain? No. Okay. No, they just, like, the last Because well, I know there was the last bands. Few, no, there the was last, rain from, from Cleveland to Houston. Yeah. The last, I mean, so. Yeah, like the last few years, it seemed like they were, like, green flag was dropping before six, but this didn't drop till like after 630. Well, a little later, but that were maybe maybe temperature wise they they pushed it may a have little. Been, it may have been. They they might have said, "Hey, you know what? Let's just uh, yeah, wait it out a few more minutes." Yeah, get us like closer that and closer. One, that, that one's sunset. always such an interesting race because the sun's up when you start the race, and it's like you you they kind of race while the sun is setting. It's like having shadows in baseball. Yeah, but even it changes then, it the way the way the car runs from when the sun's up to when the sun's down. Two different things. Yeah, and if you make a change while the sun's up. It may not work while the sun's down. Like you could, you could have a loose race car. You could tighten it up. Put a wedge in. Put a wedge in to tighten it up. As soon as the sun goes down, now your car's tight. Now you got to take the wedge out. Yeah. Or you got to almost reverse everything you just did. Like it's so one. Essentially, of, it's, it's literally. It is one of those races. It's a marathon and it's a chess match at the same time. You need to practice at night to figure out what you like, and then you need to practice during the day to figure out what you like, and then adjust from there. But they don't. No, but I mean that's that's oh, yeah. you need to have essentially a daytime standard set up and a nighttime standard set up. Oh, exactly. Up, and then just hope that your standard set up based on the conditions you had so far. Yeah, you know you need where you, can you need to do enough to keep your car competitive during the day and then just keep tweaking. Cuz mm-hmm. yeah, you make those huge swings you could ruin your car for the day and take yourself out of contention. Yeah. And that's why like that's why especially that one that is where people say, oh, it's just cars turning left. You may see that, but there is so much more I feel like goes into it in terms of like you got to tweak. Okay, 
hey, it's like, yeah, you see the car turning left, but watch the, watch the end car. He is fighting this. He can't get the car to fucking turn. Now you got to figure out what you got to do to make a turn and get some more speed out of it. Or the same thing, it's, holy shit, now my car's too, you know, you got you to gotta make sure you're not turning that car too much because your car's free. Your car's too loose. Got to tighten it up. Do that and still get speed. Yeah, it's a lot more than just driving. There's a lot more that yeah, goes into it. it. There, it's it's a lot so of, much to you it. You know, behind the scenes kind of yeah. stuff that is not. It's not just seen car. By it's the it's not person. just car going left. No, there was a lot more to it. Well, but they do go left. They do go left, except for the road courses, which I do not like. How many road courses do they have now? Two and a half. They got Watkins Glen. They right. Go, they go to Sonoma. Yeah. And now during the chase, they go they go to Charlotte, but it's now called. The Charlotte Roval, like the road oval, like half of it, they kind of go through the infield. Really? And then they they use the backstretch. Like they'll use the, the, the oval of the backstretch. Right. But then they kind of bob and weave through the front, like kind of the front stretch and infield, like a road course. Nah, I'm going to have to see that. You're going to have to let me know when that one comes on. Uh, that I think it's in October. Yeah. That one... That one it sounds it's weird. Very I, I gotta see it. Yeah, th- it's very interesting. Yeah, for NASCAR, I'm not a fan of the road courses, but for uh, yeah, because like like Watkins, for your open wheel, I love the road courses. That's all. That's all it mostly is now, except for like Indy. They I may know. have like one other. It's like, and my dad keeps saying this. It's like if you guys are gonna fucking do this, why, like why is it so hard to come back to Cleveland? Indy drivers loved that. Yeah, loved racing at Burke. Yeah, they love Burke Lakefront. Is it is it a money thing? Is it a sponsorship thing? Like what is it? Uh I don't. It's a good question. You raced, but they've been gone for a while. Yeah, but even then, they, it was because you know they ended up splitting the series. Like it was one series, then they split to like mm-hmm. IRL and Champ. Yes, and Champ was pretty much the road course series. Right. But then when they were both kind of running out of money, they merged back. It's mostly just road courses again. <laughs> like even this past weekend in Detroit. Race Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Is it really that? Is it popular enough where you need to race twice up there? Are you making enough money where you can race twice up there? Good point. But you know what? Golf pulled out of uh, out of Firestone. That's true. There had been a uh, PGA event. It was the fourth longest consecutive course used when they pulled out. Yeah. So I mean, think about that. And the players love going there. Yeah. So uh, apparently, it really doesn't matter necessarily what the drivers or the players think. That's it's more true. about. What some money man thinks. Yeah. Well, and when your playoff sponsor says, hey, we're going to throw you a ton of money to have another event in Memphis, <laughs> you're going to be like, okay. Yeah, but so, yeah. I mean, but it'll just... be it'll be interesting when they bring the senior PGA this year, though. But, but yeah, uh, I, I would love to see them come back to Cleveland because I never got to go to that race, and I always thought it would be fun as shit. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool because you can kind of just take out a spot and watch them go. Oh, hell yeah. And being right here, not yeah. that difficult to get there. No, definitely not. I don't know. That's our racing talk for the week. <laughs> <laughs> the only Browns news I really have is that uh, OTA started. No, OTAs are done. Now you're in mandatory minicamp. That's right. That was uh, two days ago, right? What? Mandatory started Monday. No, I think it started yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, we're only on one. Yeah. All that shit usually. I think I think guys start coming in on Monday. The first That's official practice is like Tuesday. Uh, maybe I guess I'll ask your thoughts. Everyone keeps talking about OBJ not coming to the really the OTAs. Your thoughts? I like what Joe Thomas says. 
he this, knows his body. Yeah. Does it, is it really beneficial for him to show up here compared to completing his offseason workouts? He's never not shown up in shape, never not shown up ready to go in his career. Right. Why change that? Yeah, and, and it, like they said, it's not like he's not working out. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, it's – if if you – kept seeing videos of him at a bar somewhere constantly and that's fine the party boat (laughs) if he was doing stupid stuff and not not training then i'd be like hey why aren't you coming yeah but he he's training you know he's training because he shows you he's training right and then he shows up and would him and baker were on the same page the first day of of practice the other day so i there's no issues you know maybe next year be nice schedule wise you could come out but he the the other big one is he lives out there. Yeah, that's even when he was in New York, he lives out in L.A. Yeah, or somewhere in California. Or so, at, or at least that's where a lot of you know he's doing a lot of his work. So out. it's not like like for example with Joe. Joe moved to Cleveland. Yeah, he got a house here. He stayed here. Yeah. So of course for him, he's working with the Browns training staff now year round. Yeah. He you you get to really know the 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 strength coaches, the conditioning coach, whoever the food person is, you know, the nutritionist. And you get to know him on a personal level. You know, if OBJ's here for six years, you know, maybe in two years from now, he'll start coming out here more because you yeah. get to build up that trust with these people. Yeah. He, he doesn't know who the Brown staff people are. So he's going to finish his offseason preparations where he's comfortable and where he knows he's getting the workouts that he has designed for him. So in a few years, that might change. But if you don't live here, why are you going to fly out all this extra time? All the jet lag, everything else is not good for you. Stay out there and get in shape and be ready to go. And that's what he's doing. I have no issues. Anybody who does clearly does not know sports. I I agree. And uh, I agree with what a lot of people have said. If you really want this to be mandatory, change it in the CBA. Well, but then you call it mandatory. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and, and one other thing I agree with... Uh, Ken Carmen was talking about on a ninety-two-three the other morning uh, that uh, when it comes when it comes to the preseason games, I would be perfectly okay if OBJ sat, Baker sat, Landry sat, Chubb sat. Pretty much, <sighs> you some of your big names. Maybe you play like the first couple of games, get some reps in. But I don't. I want I, it. I don't want them playing like the full half or three quarters of that third game. I like the half. Play the half. Injuries happen. Just, you know what? But you could get injured the first play of the first game of the regular season and be done for the year. Oh, yeah. Or you may get injured never. There's, and, there's nothing look, you can say about that. Yeah. And, and for me, I want them to play, you know, a series in the first game, a series or two series in the second game. Give me the half in the third game. And then send them all in the fourth. And that's fine. Yeah. Because I, I, that, you need to have some of that actual game action to really see – where you are and to get that timing down. You can you can play all you want in practice, but until you actually get in the game, you don't really know where it's going to be at. Very true. So for me, it's, you know what, this whole we're not going to play because we're going to avoid injuries, and then you get injured in week two, well, what did that do for you? Nothing. True. You can't predict when an injury is going to happen. Injuries are all at random. There's really nothing you can do about it. So so work on your timing. Work on having that, that live defenses, some stuff like that, and – you know what? If you have an injury, it's really shitty, but it happens. It's it's part of the game, and it's most likely not going to happen. But it could. Yeah. But you know what? It could also happen every game of the regular season. I mean, so you're not just going to play the season then? You're just going to go to the playoffs? You have, have a 32-team playoff instead? No, you have a point. And just seed them, uh, roll the dice, and call it good from there? And that's how you get seeded? I mean, you got to play. Now, you can be smart about it. You can be 
conservative about it. I don't have any issues with that either. But if you sit them the whole time, you're just creating issues, I think. Because you're not able to work together in a real situation. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, that's. Well, I, th- I think that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, it's getting kind of late, so I'm kind of <laughs> tired. Uh, so yeah, that was a nice little. I know we haven't had a talk here in a while, and especially with you being gone out on the boat or near the boat, <laughs> somewhere near the boat, we haven't gotten to talk as much. So it was nice to kind of get to sit down and unleash. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, we'll either pick this up in two or three weeks, depending on what Todd's coast guarding schedule will allow. So hopefully you guys kind of keep hanging on with us. Like I said at the beginning of the show, please, if you guys let us know how we're doing, follow us, uh, both on Twitter and Instagram. I'm sorry. It's late. Follow us both on Twitter and Instagram at O A C L E P O D for Todd. Thank you for coming back on land. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I am David. We will, Catch you guys soon. Thank you.